How do people have a baby? What's gay? Um, how does your Bible? What is a period? What is transgender? What is a condom? What is a sperm? What is poop? I can't say it. What is puberty? What would it be like to be a boy? But would a boy want to know what it's like to be a girl? What is that? What is sex? Welcome to What is Sex? Each episode, we will discuss one anonymous question we've been asked by a kid while teaching sex ed. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Izzy, and we're two of the co-founders of Yes, a nonprofit that provides anti-oppressive, consent-based, pleasure-focused sexuality education to people of all ages. We believe it's never too early to start having these conversations. To learn more about us, check out our website, yes2consent.org, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at yes2consent. I would love a paper letter. I would too. It'd be a choice. No, never are you giving out your address? Um, I do seem to give out my address <laughs> to a lot of people, but I will. I will give out the yes address, which is for <laughs> so avoiding the content of the day. It's like we don't want to do a podcast right now. Okay, if you you can send us mail at PO Box three one nine eight four Philadelphia Pennsylvania one nine one zero four. Uh, if you just address it to your empowered sexuality or yes, and that makes me think of Zoom. Remember that? Oh, one two one three four. Send it to Zoom. When they did the P.O. box. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoom, Zoom. We've definitely done this on the podcast before. Great. Zoom's amazing. Do you speak Abby Dabby? No. I just did that in front of some kids. They were like, what are you doing? Yeah, I can only think of Pig Latin. Abai Cubbins, Bubby, Gubba, Bubby, Dubba, Bubby. Abai Hubbins, Bubba, Cubba, Nabbit. Subbins, Abai, Wubbins, Weber, Abbey, Lubbo, Tubble. No. I think so. Okay. Cool. All right. Shall we start? What Oh, I said, do you speak? I think I said, I speak WW. I've spoken it since I was very little. That's all you said? Yeah. I heard nubbit at one point. Well, the ub is what makes it WW. Love it. <laughs> Spobo- oh, I said, bubble cub and nubbit. Spobo- nubbit. Spoken it. <laughs> it was the N from spoken. <laughs> <Cub and> nubbit. <laughs> I used to speak that to kids who were being annoying in elementary school, and they would always think I was like cursing them out. Which, of course, I never would have said any remotely negative word about anyone, but it was satisfying. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. We have a great question for you all today. You might notice we're in a bit of a state. We're like a bit, um, it's been a bit of a week. Wrecked, you said? Wrecked. Wrecked. I'm emotionally wrecked. Yeah. I was, I was emotionally wrecked last week, and now I'm just kind of, um, I don't know, um, untethered. Uh-huh. Just floating in the ether. Yeah. <laughs> Just floating away. Just floating away. So I don't know what this will be like for you all or for us. Our question for us today from a teen, an older, an older teen, is if I eat ass, will I grow hair on my face? Rebecca was shocked by this question. I forgot it was scandalized. This it's like oh I don't know, I feel like it's so vulgar. I don't know why. <laughs> like if I was fifteen and talking about eating ass. I'd be pretty cool, I guess. Oh, it's the eating ass. That seems longer, not the hair. Well, I like your hair on my face. The whole thing is just like, it's what an image. It's explicit. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, Rebecca hates it. And, I, you know, it reminds me, <laughs> I was going to talk about this later, but I'll talk about it now. Um, <laughs> when I was being trained as a sexuality educator at the... So... <laughs> Anyway, when I was training as a sexuality educator at the Masakane Center in Newark, New Jersey, um, and we were talking about STIs and different kinds of STI risk and safety, I remember talking about analingus and how it specifically is like the only um, sex act that kind of has a risk of hepatitis because of poop, right? Poop in your mouth. And somehow this became like a fun fact I like to talk about at the time. And I remember talking about it to my mom and my sister. And my mom was, I mean, my sister was just like, analingus, like what kind of word is that? And analingus just became a word that we say to each other still sometimes, but then all the time. And um, people found it kind of scandalizing <laughs> then as well. <laughs> That's the whole story. We were just like, analingus, I don't know. And and you know what's in the puzzle a lot, actually, is Air Lingus, A-E-R uh-huh. Lingus, the airline. Uh-huh. I think of analingus every single time. Sure. Yeah. Do you too? I think that's how it started. I think they were like, that's false airline. <laughs> Someone's like, you have to change the letter. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like. I don't think it's a particularly scandalous act. Like, I don't think it's, you know, any more than anything else. Right. But there's something about the phrase eating ass that yeah. just... I don't know the consumption of it all. Yeah, you know what? I never liked the phrase "eating someone out" for oral sex on right. the public either. I, that that kind of gets me even more than eating us. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like eating it. out. And you know, we got a question too recently. Spoiler alert! I don't know <laughs> if we'll ever do an episode on it, but we did get a question too that was like, "If you eat the vagina, will it fill you up?" Oh yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Um, but yeah, the whole eating thing—that's a great point. Yeah. Why do we call it that? I, I truly don't We know. don't call it that with penises. Nobody would want that. I mean, eat, eat your penis. penis? Yeah. Yeah. People would be like, bring those teeth somewhere else. Right. But with vulvas and buttholes, we're like, eat it. bite it. <laughs> it's more, it's, it's just not eating is the thing. It's like, not. It's, it's not. all, or it shouldn't be. It, it should not be, be digesting. So. Yeah, you shouldn't be. No digestive juices. Chewing. <laughs> <laughs> Or swallowing or, swallow. or digestive. Well, you can swallow some stuff, but you know. Right. The body parts should stay part of the body. Right. <laughs> what would you say? In this, I mean, there's plenty of other things. Licking, like sucking. Lick yeah, bubble. lick. Lick is nice. Lick in my butthole. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> like licking a lollipop. You know, that's pleasant. That is. Yeah. Tossing salad, people say. Oh, yeah. I don't understand that one. Do you? Like the origins? No. <laughs> no, I couldn't tell Do you know you. what it means now? Like, Oh, the origins, I guess it's the same thing. Yeah, no, I don't know why. That's what it's called. A salad of all things. It's like just a bunch of loose bits. Right, that's not what it should be. Or, like, that's not Is what it that you're, like, all the loose bits <laughs> are being, like, dressed by your saliva? I can't be right. For anyone who can't see me, I'm thinking. <laughs> right, I don't think it's the loose bits. I think it might be, like, the tongue is kind of doing what the salad fork does motion wise you know like that's wild 
that can't be right. That can't be right. Okay, I'm gonna Google it. Because Hold you on. Use one thing to toss us out. You're right. You used to. So what we're learning here is anytime Maybe you practice you're analingus, sweating the butt cheeks with your hands, and that's like what your hands are doing. The those are the the salads to work instead. Yeah. Okay, I, I think what we're learning is you should always toss salad with two tongues. Two tongues should be involved. Two tongues. Yes, yeah. it sounded like tongs, and I was like, okay. Tongs and tongues. Okay. Origin of the phrase tossing salad. The origins of the terms are unclear, but Jesse Sheedlower, a lexicographer and author of The F Word, told Vice that its first known use in print appears in early 1970s, an early 1970s gay slang glossary. Hmm. You can think of it just as traditional oral sex, but on the back end, Devlin elaborates. <laughs> on the back end. Um... Yeah, it seems like no one knows. <laughs> well, I'll read this one article from Refinery29. It just says the term tossing salad isn't very intuitive, in my opinion. I mean, maybe it was trying to be vague and not clear at all what they were talking about because it was yeah. from this gay glossary and it was the subculture. Right. Oh, rimming. That's the other thing it's called. Right. That's really clear. The That's rim. really clear. I support that. I support that too. Love it. Say what you mean. Yeah. Rimming. Look in the rim. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Okay. Uh, anything else? <laughs> Before we start, we haven't started yet. Nothing else. I just like really appreciated the people in my life who have let me lick their bubbles. That's really nice. That is, that's some serious intimacy. I know. It is. It's trust. It's like comfort with the unknown body. Like you can't know what's going to come out of a butthole in any given moment. And so I think letting anyone's face near your butthole is really like we're accepting together the unpredictability of bodies and like the kind of um, visceral nature of bodies doing weird stuff. Yeah. And that's a really nice thing. Yeah. I also think like it's either really like I just don't want to say demonized, but it's either thought of as to be, like, really gross and taboo or, mm-hmm. like, really hyper-sexualized. Mm. So there's, like, no... It doesn't feel like there's really a middle ground. Like, like a sweet oh, analingus session. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, a nice afternoon delight. Yeah, it's usually something that people don't bring up for a while. Right. I think people think of it as kind of pornographic. Yeah. 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 Which... And like they don't subject someone to it. Like right. it's one of those things that I think. Well, the same thing with like shame. people's vulvas being like, if once we're really close, maybe I can ask him to lick it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say even more so. More so the butt. I think. So. Yeah, yeah, probably. I so. Yeah, I think that's right. At least for people who maybe aren't. Huh. I was gonna say like gay men, but yeah, I don't actually know. That. Me either. But in the in the communities I run with, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like I've heard from people multiple times that like they were with someone for a while and they were like, oh, I never even, I never got to the point where I could mm-hmm. ask them to do this, or I never felt like I could ask them to do this. Mm-hmm. But like, I right. think part of that is also that people don't. It's just like not commonplace to use a dental dam or some sort of protection when you do it. Right. And I think like if it was, it'd be much less of an ask. That's so true. You know. Yeah, dental dams, friends, and you know you can make your own other condoms. Just cut them down the middle, or a glove, a latex glove. Mm. Unless you have a latex allergy, then get a non-latex glove. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good point. That just makes me think of, like, the activity we do, the intimacy ladder, mm-hmm. where we have people rank um, oh my God, yeah. sex acts by 
intimacy. We've never put this one in there with the teens, I don't think, have we? No, in a lingus Um But it would be really interesting. I mean, I always think it's interesting to see people kind of like argue. I mean, obviously, there's no right answer, so there's nothing to argue, but people kind of debate with each other whether vaginal sex, anal sex, or oral sex are more intimate. Yeah. And I think it's always a really interesting conversation. And like putting your mouth on someone's body in a certain way can feel really, really intimate. A mouth is like a very vulnerable place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll put my mouth anywhere, but I think allowing someone else to do it feels... Like, doing it to someone doesn't feel intimate, but allowing it to be done to me feels really I won't intimate. put my, my mouth anywhere because I grew up in the house of a germaphobe. <laughs> and so, I'm careful about what goes in my mouth. Yeah. I grew up eating dirt. Yeah. <laughs> and look how we all turned out. Okay. What's the question behind the question here? If I eat ass, will I grow hair on my face? Well, it makes me think. It's, it makes. Sorry, I'm a little bit short circuiting, um, and I just had seven different thoughts go through my head. It makes me think about, um, like the idea of like doing like men doing things. Oh my god, what am I saying? It makes me think about like um, the phrase put some hair on your chest is what uh, I was gonna say wow that took a long time um but sort of the opposite like this question sounds to me like fear a little bit mm-hmm. um and that phrase feels like a rite of passage like growing hair on your chest is a good thing it, mm-hmm. it means that you're growing up you're a man you're doesn't make me proud of or whatever it is so it could be like eating ass makes you a man and gives you a beard or it could be like eating ass makes you a werewolf and everyone yeah, or just know. okay so i was talking to carly about this in the car and she was kind of like it sounds to me like they're worried that someone will know like right. if i eat if i eat the ass will i grow hair and then everyone will know that right, I eat exactly. the ass. exactly yeah i mean because that which goes back to it being like shameful right right yeah i'll say more about that in a moment but yeah I mean I think the question behind the question was just like is this a bad thing to do like well is there some kind of punishment that will come if I do such like a dirty thing um and also like in general more generally like are these myths that I hear about masturbation and sex and the things that will happen to my body are they true because it's not the only myth like that you know what are they? Like, if I masturbate, will I grow oh. hairy palms? Like, right. hair wherever, whatever part of your body touches. Right. Or, like, going blind from masturbation or getting addicted to masturbation. Or, like, even getting, like, a loose vagina from having too much sex. Or, like, all the different myths about, like, how your body will become... Someone will be able to tell from looking at you or touching you that you've had a lot of sex or the wrong kind of sex. Mm. Like, your private desires, your private actions will become public somehow mm-hmm. because they'll get manifested in your body. Beard on your face. What? Beard. Oh, beard on your face. Beard on your face. Uh huh. Which is, you know, as these go, like one of the least suspicious <laughs> signs, perhaps. Perhaps. Although, yeah, we also don't know the gender of this person or the I biological sex. I did too. <laughs> I assumed it was uh, an AMAB person. An person, but yeah, of course yeah. we don't know. I mean, I know these students well enough to maybe know, but. Um, I don't know. Sure. I just listened to a... I don't know how to describe it. I just listened to a podcast that was a musical. 
it was just like one musical in three acts but in podcast form that was fun new form of musical Okay. And it was like this. It was like, okay, for the record, Rebecca is going to close the window. The concept was that this person is like a little obsessed with documenting her life in voice memos. So like all of the parts of the musical were in voice memos. Oh. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I don't know if ultimately it was fun, um, the musical itself. It was kind of sad and I didn't really get the point of it, but <laughs> the music was nice. Jonathan Groff was one of the two people in it. Who's that? Um, he, was, he was the original King George in Hamilton and he's been oh. in a lot of other... He was in the original cast of Spring Awakening and Teen Heartthrob musical. He's a mind boy. Hunter. I don't know what that is. Musical? Oh, no, I hear the ice cream truck. Ice cream truck! It's the best sound here. I want ice cream. Jonathan. Yeah. Ba 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 all right, moving on. Question two. Are people going to rebel because I said the thing about Hamilton? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of valid critiques. I can't agree with that. <laughs> I think there's a lot of valid critiques, but to say that no one besides Jonathan Groff was good in that show. Not as actors or performers, just as characters. Sorry. <laughs> I'm speechless. Okay. I was so unmoved by the women. I was so moved. Okay. <laughs> I love Angelica. And the men were whack. Yeah, the men are whack. <laughs> So is King George, I mean. Yes, but at least he's funny. <laughs> oh, the men really are whack. They really are whack. Yeah. I mean, most are, continuously. Angelica. I love her. Uh, really? I am her. Me and my what sister. Sing, by that? My sister and I sing Hamilton a lot, and I'm always Angelica, and she's Eliza, because I'm the big sister. Eliza. And she's the little sister. Yeah, like we don't that. have a Peggy. All right, so... When did you first have this question, Rebecca? How did you learn the answer? I literally never had this question. <laughs> I have a big question about it, though. Oh, please. Question about the question. No, just I'm confused by the question. Oh, just confused. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know that eating ass was ever talked about when we were younger, like high school age. Right. As, like, something people actually did. I feel like it was in music. Not but that I, was I know that, to. like, in particular, like anal sex was talked about all right. the time and it was like it was this weird dichotomy between it being like gross and like ew how could you do that and also like did you do it right like, did you get her to do it right yeah that makes me think of the fact that i heard that a particular couple i remember everyone was talking about this that a particular couple it I'm not going to say who on the podcast. Well, don't we can it, talk but... about it later. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> a particular couple, I remember hearing that they were having anal sex, <laughs> like that he was penetrating her butt, yeah. and that she said she would do that if she could put a pencil in his butt. Oh. I don't, um, I don't like that. Because then it was even, and then they were they did that. Even? Yeah. Oh, no. Or something like that. I mean, obviously, I didn't hear it from them. I have no idea if it was even true. It's interesting on a lot of levels. I remember being very concerned about the point of the pencil, and everyone was like, Izzy, obviously, obviously it was a racer first. 
<laughs> okay, either way, yeah, I feel okay. a little concerned. Yeah. Hope they put a condom on it. Right, exactly what I'm saying. Um, but it's just interesting that that was such news. These were not people I was friends with. They were not people who were friends with my friends. But I heard it from a lot of people, and I feel like people still remember I it. I never heard that rumor. Okay. I'll tell you after. I don't think I can't mouth it. <laughs> I don't think I'm good at mouthing. Oh, 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 wow, I didn't know that. I mean, that's probably not it's even true. true. Yeah, there's nothing to know. <laughs> but that's my memory of anal sex being talked about oh, in high so school. It's so sad that, like, I mean, sometimes you will want it, but oftentimes I feel like the more sexually active you are at, like, a younger age, the more everyone knows about your sex life. That's yeah, that's awful. Hard, yeah. It is hard. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be maybe okay if we didn't all do nice people for doing Especially it. Especially the girls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That just made me think. Did you figure anything about my sex life? No. Interesting. I didn't hear that much about that many people's sex lives. Like, I feel like it was a specific group of people who people talked about their sex lives. Hmm. Um, but that just made me think of another kid who got talked about a lot because people said he had a poop fetish. And I remember hearing about that a lot. And then there's Ooh. another feels butt related to it. Nice to voice it. <sighs> I have to voice it? Well, no, 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 no. Obviously not. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard that too? <laughs> I just remember that being like one of the people that was really discussed. And I was very good friends with him for a while. Mm. And I think dated him. We did a lot of people. Yes. That was part of it. Yes, but I remember that. Yeah, and like may or may not have been true, but really interesting, like the things that people found fascinating. There was a lot of like butt poop fascination. Yeah. I mean, what, what in the butt? A classic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, or chicken in the butt? Is that something? Chicken butt? Chicken butt. What's up, chicken What's butt? Up, chicken that butt. doesn't even rhyme, and I never noticed until right now. What's up, chicken butt? That it's can't be what's line. up. Wait, it can't. That can't be what it is. That is what it is. What's up? Chicken butt. Yeah. Makes no sense. I and thought it was pal? a rhyme. Chicken pal? What? what? Maybe. Okay. I don't know, but I'm with you on how anal sex was a, a big exciting a thing to whisper thing. about in high school. Yeah. yeah. And I agree that in my memory, I also never had this question. This is maybe the first question that I'm like, I have no memory of thinking about this. Yeah. Um... Because I, I really don't know if I even knew it was a thing mm-hmm. as a kid or a teen. Yeah, I don't know that I did either. Yeah. And my first... Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, what? I was going to say my first memory of thinking about it is learning about it in Masakane training. I may have heard of it before that, but as I said, I kept making analingus jokes with my sister after that, and it seemed like that was my little, like... I had sort of my... I mean, I didn't... I wasn't judging. But I was going to say I had kind of like an immature teen reaction. Like, hee, 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 ain't a lingus. Like, yeah. I can't want to talk about this. Because I think I had never had that as a young person. I just, like... I think similar to cunnilingus. A funny word. Yeah, a bad one, I think. Cunnilingus. I wouldn't say I like it like it's, like, fun during sexy time. But I like saying both of these words. They make me laugh. Cunnilingus. Analingus. Fellatio. Fellatio. Yeah. Why doesn't that have lingus in it? Penises always get their own things. Fellatio. Fellatio. 
Phallus lingus. Yeah, penalingus. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, do you know that song from the musical Hair? Do you know the musical Hair? I know the musical Hair. Do you know the song? Sodomy, fellatio, cunnilingus, pederasty. Father, why do these words sound so nasty? Masturbation can be fun. (laughs) Okay. Um, Pederasty, I think, is sex between men and boys. It was like Mm. what was practiced in ancient Greece. Mm. Okay. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But analingus isn't even in that song. Interesting. Yeah. It's not Um, that long a song. It's like one more line. Sing it. Join the holy orgy, Kama Sutra, everyone. <laughs> uh, I used to get that stuck in my head and sing it as I walked around the high school and then suddenly catch myself just like singing. Felatio. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to know. Anyway. Oh, me? I don't know. Any other memories of, of this question? No, I really don't. Or like learning about analingus for the first time? Well, yeah. Please. Well, yes and no. I remember my first experience with it. Ah, was, significant. It was consensual, but it wasn't verbally consensual. Um, Wait, it was, it was consensual, but not verbally. Yeah, like I did want it, but there was certainly not a conversation about uh-huh. it. So I, someone was like eating me out, uh-huh. going down on me. And just kind of moved. And like, okay, so I, yeah, it was so smooth. I was on the edge of the bed, and mm-hmm. this person was holding my legs up like stirrups uh-huh. under my knees, mm-hmm. eating me out, and then just rocked my <gasps> whole body back, Whoa. and was just like licking me from ass to cut. <laughs> Ooh, it tastes that word. I don't. I just had a reaction. Yeah, big one. <laughs> I mean, my main reaction to that is like you should be looking the other way. Like, <laughs> to be yeah, honest, that's not like, white. yeah, <laughs> like, well, it's going back and forth. So right, no I know, way, I yeah. know. That's a good time for a dental exam potentially. Wild. Yeah, it was that. Do you think that was the first time you knew that was an option? It was the first time that I, it occurred to me someone might want to do it mm. because I didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. So it really felt like it was for them, mm-hmm. or just like they were like really caught up in the moment and into it and you were into it as well yeah I liked it I don't I wouldn't ask for it and also like let's just for the record ask before you do that generally speaking (laughs) um I mean before you do anything but you know what I'm saying I like I do like anal play a lot Mm -hmm. but yeah there's something about the mouth that I just like wouldn't want to subject anyone to Hmm. And I don't care much about the act. Like, if I really liked it, I would ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And I just was like, what a world. <laughs> what a world. There's always more options than you think there are. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, my training with Masakane was really useful in just, like, very much normalizing analingus as, like, one of many sex acts and just talking about the benefits and risks like we did with everything else and specifically talking about why it would be pleasurable like anatomically and just talking about how there's so many nerves in that kind of in the anus like in the ring itself because like I kind of knew about like prostate pleasure um but we also just learned yeah like the anus itself has tons of nerves so 
makes sense. It would feel good. Yeah. And that's just like a nice way to learn about something. You're just like, oh yeah, of course. And then it wasn't so such a thing. Have you experienced it? No. Do you think you'd want to? Not. It doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> I'm not like writing anything off as a never, but it's not. Nothing about me is like, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound bad. I just poop is not. I'm sensitive <laughs> to that. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, then I was thinking about when I was at Masakane, I taught a workshop to a group of teenage boys where we had a conversation about tossing salad. I don't remember how it came up, but all these boys were like, oh my God, like tossing salad is disgusting. And then one of them was kind of like, I don't know, you might want to try it. And they were like, you toss salad? And he said, I'm the chef. (laughs) And I was like, good for this kid. I was like, oh my God. This is nice. He feels so confident. I know. They're like, oh. Jealous. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. That made it. The chef. Yeah, I know. The salad chef. Exactly. That was sweet. Um, Okay, and my other thought did you watch White Lotus? Mm -hmm. That analingus scene, I feel, is maybe the only analingus scene I've ever seen in TV. Analingus scene. With, um, okay, so in the first season, okay, if, if you don't want spoilers for White Lotus, like, pause for a minute I don't know or no don't pause Skip <laughs> forward skip ahead if you pause you'll just unpause and you'll hear it later um so you, <laughs> so you know in the first season there's the hotel manager guy yes and you know how he has sex with Dylan yes it's like yes. a really kind of like explicit explicit and also like not like dirty and gross like it feels like kind of like a hot analingus scene yeah and i feel like it really struck me as really different from anything else i'd seen i was like wow i have not seen this before like this sex act depicted this person's clearly like it was clearly really pleasurable for the person who was receiving it i was just like this feels like a representation of something i haven't really seen Hmm. in media yeah that's an interesting thing to notice because it definitely like it was a very stressful scene for many other reasons. It's a very stressful scene. Oh, man. Stressful And show. I, like, I think I had the same reaction as you did, but I couldn't articulate it. Like, there were no words behind the thoughts. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is surprising. Yeah, exactly. And, like, for me, very arousing. And I was like, I think my next thought, like, as you were saying it, I was like, I think I implanted that this must be just be my reaction and like this must exist in other things like i must just not i can't think of any i mean no i think you're right it was really steamy yeah yeah so that's nice that nice. nice to give some positive representation i mean I it's a actor i was gonna say positive representation it, it was a rough moment i wouldn't want to be either <laughs> of those people ever but some like some some representation yeah. <laughs> to Lingus. Give it some some time to shine. Okay, <laughs> that was it about that. <laughs> oh, we're doing great. I'm so tired. Any other thoughts, Rebecca? Any other thoughts about when I first? No, no, I have none. About analingus in general. Eating ass, growing hair on your face. It's just 
really sad. Like, anytime I'm reminded that there is, like, pe- there's, like, desire in young people or curiosity in young people to do things. Mm-hmm. And then there's, along with that, a lot of fear and a lot of, like, expected shame and humiliation and, like, outing. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just thinking then, like, we said before, beyond eating ass specifically, but all the lies that people tell kids to scare them out of doing different sexual things. Uh, it makes me think of, like, the virginity stuff around, like... Hymen. Yeah, but around, like, you know, sex educators, or I guess I shouldn't even call them that. People. Rude. <laughs> no, they're rude. <laughs> will do things like, you know, put a piece of scotch tape and say, like, this is your virginity. Mm. And they'll be like, so stick it to someone that's your first partner and then stick it to someone else and now you meet your husband and it doesn't stick, right? Or, like... Um, Use that piece of hate. Right. Or like an Oreo that gets passed around, like who would want to eat this now? Um, things like that. Um, but then also, yeah, the hymen breaking, like people will know if you're not a virgin, like virgin testing, yeah. the loose vagina thing, yeah. like um, all the fears about masturbation and what that does to you. It's just really messed up. <laughs> It's just not It's not okay. It sucks. Extremely damaging. It's so damaging. I was Googling about um, the origins of the, like, Harry Palms masturbation myth. I couldn't find that much, but it seems like a pretty old, Hmm. like, pretty old, um, sort of emerging maybe from, like, groups of men or boys who were, like, studying to be monks or, like, um, who were trying, you know, to deny their sexual desires and who are all like living in a in like bunks together or whatever and, and I guess the idea was like people could masturbate at night and nobody would know so you have to like make them feel that someone would know um so yeah there are all these ideas about it sounds also like it could be anything right like yeah. it could be like your little girl scales right. or well, your hands will turn blue or whatever it is right and, like, the fact that it's hair is interesting to me because it sounds like, like, we are human. Like, we don't have hair. Right. In these, like, like, whatever it is. It's something about being becoming, like, like monstrous primitive. or an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I saw a lot of, um, when I Googled that, like, or a ton of articles and websites like myth busting that myth still like no you won't grow hair in your palms mm-hmm. and they're like we don't have hair follicles on our palms friends like it's v- like very 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 rare genetic mutation where someone might have some hair follicles on their palms but like other than that you just can't grow hair there yeah. let's move on but it's like people yeah. are still worried about that which is fair enough that would be really scary there's something so werewolfy about it to me too like there's you'll something worse than werewolfy like even werewolves don't have hair on their palms. Oh, I feel like I picture them as having, but yeah, probably not. But I guess the idea to uh, me is like, yeah. is like you go to bed a human and you like indulge in some like forbidden thing and you wake up a monster right. and then like all hell will be unleashed. You'll never be able to control yourself again. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just picturing yeah. werewolves who like just have to hunt based on They're like instincts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a pretty bleak picture of young people's sexuality yeah and at a time where you're already like all you have control over really is yourself yeah and like your own body and hardly because it's constantly changing and it's like pretty rapidly changing at that time so like 
to take that away and make that scary. Yeah. Yeah, our bodies should not be scary. I mean, I really relate to that. I wasn't scared of growing hair in my palms, but I was so scared of my changing body and Mm. all the crazy things it could do. That's not good because our bodies are us and we are them. (laughs) We shouldn't be afraid of ourselves, you know? Alienated from ourselves. No. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. So how would you answer this question for a kid, Rebecca? If I eat ass while I grow hair on my face? No. (laughs) Nope. No. In fact, there's no way anyone will know if you eat ass. And there's pretty much no way anyone will know if you do any sex act. Unless you tell them or want them to know. And there's a lot of things in our culture that are intentionally put out there to make you afraid of doing those things because I think that young people should have a particular kind of sex life or like or none at all (laughs) which is none (laughs) right um and I'm sure you're not the only person who thinks this but it's not true and I'd be happy to talk to you about any other fears or any other like yeah things you're nervous about Thanks for telling me. Thanks for asking. Oh, nice. I don't think I have anything to add. <laughs> never happened before. Wow. That's really nice. Yeah, I love all of that. Just like, uh, it's a clear no. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. Although the face never mind. Yeah, right, right, right. Area. But yeah, you micro hair on your face. It's just unrelated to right. whether or not you put your mouth in someone's butt. And... I like, yeah, what I've been saying and what you said about, like, nothing, like, nothing sexual permanently changes your body. There's nothing, like, a doctor couldn't look at you after having sex and be like, not a virgin, like, done this, sex, sex, done that, you know, like, that's not how it works. So, yeah, I don't know, that's it. Sorry people are lying to you about these things. Yeah. And know how to trust your sources on the internet. That's maybe important, too. Let's talk about where you could Google and what sources would be trustworthy. Media literacy. Yeah. It's big. Do you know about Blue Waffles? No. I didn't know about Blue Waffles, either. This is something we got trained in at Masakane um, that I've still never really heard of. I think it was, like, a particular moment in time. But apparently, there was, like, an internet scam it's not a scam I don't know internet (laughs) hoax hoax yeah um about an STI called blue waffles that was going around that someone had like photoshopped it looked like blue waffles on your on your genitals and we learned about it and when we were being trained like if anyone brings it up like it's not real and here's how you can talk about it oh um just yeah just thinking of other other lies (laughs) floating around yeah so goofy Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, you can make anything seem real and believable these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. These days. <laughs> I mean, I can't, but somebody could. No, I certainly can. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. All right. All right. I feel like, you know, we're both ready for some outside time. Yeah, I got I hope everybody gets some beautiful outside time wherever you are. And Rebecca and I both want people to be really nice to us. Yeah, we're and not doing well. to just like sometimes offer to help us meet our needs. We're both often good at helping other people's needs get met or holding other people's needs. And I'm not always good personally 
at um, asking for support and I just would love to be taken care of sometimes you know we're having a little hand <laughs> we're holding hands and I hope you just can hold like, something nice people need to be treating people right yeah I know we all make mistakes but like mistakes are then you fix them and <laughs> it's just a lot of work to be in relationships with people yeah. And I love them. Love people. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of work to love some people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work to love a lot of... I mean, I love a lot of people. Yeah. And that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. No wonder I don't date. Can you imagine? I can't. <laughs> you? Adding a whole extra person yeah. who wants a lot of my time. <laughs> Maybe you'd meet someone who doesn't want as much to do. That's time. what I'm looking for. Yeah, I know. Wants almost none of my almost time, of your time and takes care of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and me sometimes. And me sometimes. Can you take care of them? Anyone? <laughs> Is that feeling to you? All right. Okay. Hopefully All right. Hopefully we'll be better next time. Yeah, we have only one episode left. Oh my God. For this season. Sorry. And I'm excited for it. It's going to be a re listen and re. I don't know what you call that. A response video is what I was going to say a response episode yeah thank you for getting married to our very first episode what is sex it was like 15 minutes long so we know we have more to say now now that we're big talkers (laughs) so we'll add to it we'll reflect on how far we've come in the past five seasons whoa and maybe we will also video it great idea maybe we'll also video it (laughs) who knows what we'll do stay tuned to find out bye bye What is Sex is brought to you by a generous grant from the Independence Public Media Foundation in Philadelphia. We are so grateful. We also want to thank all of our patrons who have been keeping us afloat. Special thanks to our sex ed sustainers, Jamie Price, Leonard Klein, Susan Abraham, Katie Gifford, and Molly Waggett. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash yes to consent and become a patron today. This podcast is hosted by me, Rebecca Klein, and Izzy Abraham-Raveson, mixed by Mike Morangello, music by Austin Alfano, artwork by Rebecca Klein and Jackie Soro, and a special thanks to the kids who asked the questions and inspired this podcast.